Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Magically Mundane. I am your host, Athen Ambrose. It feels so good to be back. Uh, So much has happened since I last uh, made my last episode. Uh, Had to take some time away, you know, uh, went through a lot of different, you know, life changes. Um, Some of which uh, were very painful. I cannot lie, you know. Life has a good right hook sometimes, and magic alone isn't the be-all, end-all in my life uh, to solve certain problems. Um, It takes some physical means as well. So I had to take a step back for my own mental health. But you know, as my beautiful aunt always says, a delay is not a denial. And... I'm here, I'm back, and I'm better than ever. I'm a lot better than what I used to be. Um, so today's episode, I was just gonna, you know, give you guys the small version of, you know, where I've been. And then I have a special surprise for you guys after after uh, that, but I won't say what that is just yet. Um, so to dive in a little bit, uh, there was so much to change in my life. Uh, Starting with my job. I was working night shifts and my body could no longer take that. Uh, I was getting so tired throughout the day, you know, uh, the the fatigue I was feeling became painful uh, after a while. So that was a thing. Uh, Besides that, uh, I had to end a relationship yeah, that sucks. Um, won't go into the details on that because I would like to respect my privacy and theirs. But I will say this. I will say this. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. And I believe it was my Angelo who said that. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. So that's... In the words of Forrest Gump, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, next, I would like to say that my during my time away, I had to do some soul searching and, you know, really look deep into what it is that I wanted, you know, out of my relationships in general, all of my relationships with family, with friends, Snick and other, I had to look at all of those different relationships and what it is that I wanted from each of them. You know, I feel like I know myself pretty well right now. I I feel like I can say that I know myself or I know thyself, but it's something about knowing yourself and also applying what you know your boundaries is in certain situations. Like, I know that I have a certain level of loyalty that I look for in my relationships, but I feel like I was allowing certain things or people to overstep those boundaries. And, you know, once you know what you will and will not put up with, 
it's up to you to stay strong and stay and stand strong in those convictions and do what it is that you know needs to be done. Um, doesn't matter how much you love them. It doesn't matter how much you feel like your life can't go on without them. If they aren't respecting your boundaries, you need to get rid of them or it. And if you don't want to get rid of them or it, have a conversation with them and see if they can, you know, adhere to that boundary, you know? And if they if they can't do that, if they won't do that, if their repeated patterns are showing you that they don't want to respect that boundary, sadly, they need to leave. I'm no longer going to be sitting at tables where loyalty, love, and kindness isn't being served, you know? So I had to grow up. I had to know how to, you know, stand up for myself, stand up for my inner child. Um, saying that, because I don't want to get preachy, just, you know, but I, I've, I, whew, Lord, these months have, I'm not saying, I'm not saying life is hard, but I am saying that bitch got hands. She got good hands. She, she, she laid them on me. Uh, and for my spiritual listeners to my, you know, my, my energy workers, my witches and bad bitches, all of you out there, magic, spirituality, religion can only get you so far. You have to meet it halfway. And I think a lesson that I learned that I would like to share with you guys um, is just, you know, meet your magic halfway, meet your prayer halfway, you know, meet what you've been manifesting halfway. And I was manifesting people who cared about me and I was manifesting a better job for myself, but I had to meet those manifestations halfway. And I can honestly say, although I've had to cry sometimes, a lot of times, um, I feel like I'm here. I have a brand new job. If you're in my life, it's because I want you here. And I'm back to doing what I love, which is this podcast and, you know, creating this platform, you know, for all forms of spirituality. It's called Magically Mundane, but let's let's make this brand clear. I am doing this so that all spiritual people can have a platform to come and share what it is they do. And this could be a safe, positive place for us to grow, learn, and just something to take the edge off of life because we all need that sometimes. So without further ado, time for the surprise. So I had to do something, you know, to make this return episode special. I had to do something. I was like, what could I do? What could I do? What could I do? But I have a lot of really cool people around me in the spiritual community. And all of them have a story. All of them have a name. All of them have a divine purpose. So I said, I'll bring in one of those beautiful people. So today, I'll be bringing in my uh, one of my very close friends. I'm going to wait to see if they want to reveal their name or not. Um, but he will be here speaking with us uh, shortly about 
his relationship with uh, his patron god, or I should say goddess that he works with. I'm so excited to have him on the show. Um, for all of my uh, spiritual people who are looking into get, getting into deity work, I feel like this would be a great episode for you. Uh, so stay tuned and we'll be right back. All right, so we are back. Uh, Reese, say hello to the people. Hello, people. Um, wasn't that just like so, just like diva-ish? Gosh. <laughs> um, so we tried to start off the podcast uh, a second ago, but uh, apparently his uh, uh, deities that he worked with wanted to come in uh, and make their presence known. My power had flickered off and on. Um, so... Reese, please tell the people who is it that you work with? Who are your gods and goddesses that you work with? My patron goddess is Nyx, the Greek primordial goddess of night. She's the sister of Gaia, in case that's not known. (laughs) Um, And I also work with her husband. He's my patron. His name is Erebus. He is the god of shadows and darkness. So yeah, I'm very into the dark. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and apparently so is my apartment for 3.5 <laughs> seconds. Like, literally, before we can even say their names, I was about to ask a question, like, just everything goes dark. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Uh, so maybe they want to say hi. Maybe that was her way of saying hi. Um, so getting back to that, um, are these gods uh, that you work with, Erebus and Nyx, is this a closed practice? No. Anyone who would like to work with them has the potential to. Um, I wouldn't say you can just automatically be like, I'm going to work with you. It's more of they'll either ask you to work with them or you can offer something to them and say, I would like to work with you. And like most Greek gods, you might not necessarily work with them forever. Uh, It could be very temporary or it could be very situational, like using a spell. For me, it's... uh, permanent they're pretty much stuck with me like my own blood Mm -hmm. which is fine with me um so no it's not closed anyone can work with them if they are allowed okay okay um that's interesting uh so since you said you said like you gave them maybe like some people might go about this by like you know maybe giving them an offering and saying if they accept the offering to work with them Mm -hmm. that's that's how that would work it can. It can. Uh, in your in your instance, how did it work for you? Like when and where did you meet um, Nyx? I was about twelve, I think, and it was the middle of the night, dead of night. There were no lights on. It was complete darkness in my room. And I just remember waking up and just feeling just an energy. Mm-hmm. And when I looked up, I saw like like a purely dark mass in front of my bed with a face. Mm-hmm. Um, couldn't really distinguish if it was like a man or a woman or a beast or anything, but I just felt this energy. And then uh, I would dream about a woman with black wings and a cloak, and she would speak to me like, as if she were like my mother. Um, and anytime that I would come across 
readings of, of Greek mythology because I'm really into that. I would see her name pop up every once in a while, which is very rare because she's not spoken about very often in texts. Um, but it, it resonated with me. So I think maybe a year later after that, I was about 13, I, uh, in those dreams, I would like speak to her and then she confirmed that she was Nyx. And then when I wasn't sleeping, wasn't dreaming, I would uh, speak to her and sometimes she would come back okay okay i like that um so for you you've been at this for a very long time then not calling you old i saw your face i I was trying to do the math and i was like i don't even know how many years ago that was like right like oh my gosh um that's interesting that is very interesting um so since you didn't have to go like the offering route she chose to work with you which i can say i have heard of instances where uh, a god will uh make themselves known to a person because they would like to work with them. Um, that's that's just such an honor. Uh, it's, it's like, wow, you wanna work with me? Like, oh my gosh. Um, since you didn't have to go the offering route, if any of my listeners wanted to, you know, reach out to Nyx and offer something to her, uh, kind of like a sign of good faith that they would like to work with her, what would you recommend them doing? Well, firstly, I would say anytime you want to try to reach out to her specifically to do it at night. Okay. Preferably alone. Okay. Because she's you know, very solitary. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. A, a cup of hot coffee or red wine would be something you can offer to her because mm-hmm. those are things she likes. Mm-hmm. Forget. Any stone, like a crystal that is in any way um, embodying the night or even the moon, those would be really good for offerings. Like, I use uh, selenite a lot when I work with her, or moonstones. Mm-hmm. And then just, you can just speak to her, like directly, just, you know, not to do like a chant or invoke her in any way like that, just speak to her like a person, with respect, obviously. With respect, right, right, yeah. right, right, right. And uh, just to interject a little, please keep that thought right there. Um, but he mentioned like crystals that kind of represent like the night sky. There's snowflake obsidian. Snowflake obsidian is black and it has white specks in it. That looks like the night sky. And I think she would just adore that. Okay, continue. Okay, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I do use that stone when I do any of my work with her. So yeah, there's, there's a few other things I think you probably, I mean, it's really up to interpretation. It's like, um, you can offer something to a, a god or goddess and then they don't like it, but then someone else could offer the same thing and they do like it. So mm-hmm. it could also be your own personal energy. I always say have a clear mind, try to be as zen as possible. Um, so maybe like ground yourself before yeah. doing it. And for my listeners who don't know what grounding yourself is, it's basically just like, um, you know, grounding your energy because um, your energy might be like chaotic from the day. You have like all these crazy thoughts running through your head from previous conversations. Um, so grounding yourself can be as simple as, you know, eating something first or walking outside barefoot is grounding you to the earth. Um, you can meditate and you can do like the uh, visualization of like the roots going going down out of your back or your feet into the earth and grounding yourself to the earth's core. Um, yeah, that's what you can do to, you know, kind of get in the right mindset before doing spell work or reaching out to um, a deity. 
but yes what else were you saying with that at the end of it, it about getting <laughs> grounded so we have so we got the crystals and offerings uh it's based on your energy sometimes you said um what else would you say I haven't had to do anything else really, so it's not something I necessarily am proficient in. But mm-hmm. from other people that I've talked to that have worked with Nyx, they mostly just say the offerings. Or I think some people like to write, like not necessarily a spell, but maybe a poem, which I think anyone likes a poem written to them, don't they? <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, I like that. And um, just from my work, um, growing up I grew up Christian mm. and <laughs> don't look at me like that I grew up Christian and I was always told you know when I was growing up you know to give from the heart when working with God um, and although I don't you know profess to be that faith anymore I still believe that there is gods and goddesses and I feel like you know as long as you're doing it from the right place and you're doing it from your heart I feel like they could see that now, of course, you know, different guys may value different attributes in a person. Um, so maybe some of your attributes might not align with that God's, you know, purpose or being. So even if you do give it from the heart, they just might not be for you, you know? Um, or maybe they see something in you and they want to grow it. Um, I know a lot of people who work with Persephone they say that uh, she has given them quite the duality. Like they're, they they are real life bad bitches now after working with her. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> I wish she could have stopped like the little gun fingers Reese just did. It was everything. Um, so back to Nyx, this beautiful primordial goddess. Um, what's your relationship like uh, with Nyx? Um, can you tell us a bit about that? I always say that our relationship is similar to a mother and her child, mm-hmm. but she is a mother to various children. She's a lot of gods under her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the way I feel towards her, and I hope she feels the same, is that like I am her child and I am like an extension of her. Mm-hmm. Like I try to make her proud in a way. <laughs> that makes sense mm-hmm. so yeah it's a very very familiar very familial feeling mm-hmm. I feel grounded with her you feel grounded it's interesting you know I've heard some people you know kind of just have like the God and servant relationship to it just feels like you know master type energy mm-hmm. but and I've, I've known Reese for a while now. When he talks about his relationship with Nyx, it never comes off as if, like, he's being forced to worship her. It just seems like they have this agreement. They know the relationship that they have, and it just flows so naturally and so easy. And I think I love that about his particular relationship with uh, his goddess, because um, it very much so does come across, even in energy when I'm around him sometimes, and I, and, and I can feel... The presence of her there, which, by the way, very strong. Nyx has a very powerful presence. Um, it's 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 oof, it's very strong. Uh, but to see like that mother son relationship, it's quite beautiful. And if anyone out there is uh, thinking about you know finding a deity that has that type of connection with them. 
by all means, uh, just do your research, look into, you know, who may be contacting you. And always, you know, I say, you know, you, you have not because you ask not. So maybe if you're looking for something, you know, try putting it out there like, hey, I want to work with someone, you know, who wants to work with me? Now, of course, there's certain rituals and rites um, that you can look up online. Um, and before I get anyone wagging their finger at me, that's not safe. You can get a trickster spirit. You can get a lot of things from doing a lot of different things. Of course, my 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 advice is to talk to someone who's more seasoned. You know, do lots of research. Make sure you are protected, no matter what protection looks like for you in your practice. If you're going to work with a closed practice deity, find a priest. I know, I know for like certain uh African religions, uh, like people who want to work with like Oshun um, or someone like that, uh, you need to get initiated. You have to see if they would like to work with you. Um, now, I have heard some people tell me that they swear up and down, and, I, and I've never been the type to reject someone else's experience. I've never been that type. So if, if, if you think, you know, they have to do it this way, I understand. But, um, I've met like certain people who they say they have come across the goddess's energy, like Oshun, and, the, and maybe she spoke to them. And maybe she has. Maybe she hasn't. I, I, I can't say that. But I will say this. The gospel, according to me, I would just say, according to me, have your opinion. I would talk to someone who's more seasoned in that practice and talk to a priest if you're gonna do like the uh, do like uh, the Orishas. As far as like the Greek pantheon, uh, like Reese was talking about, um, most of them, if not all of them, are open uh, for anyone to work with them if they, you know, if they choose to work with you. All that to say, this is your own journey. At the end of the day, you have to make your decisions. Just be safe out there. All right, let's get back to this. Uh, <laughs> so, um, with your mother-son relationship, has there any has there ever been like any times with Nyx to where like she has forewarned you about a person, or was like, <laughs> I don't think, because you know mothers are protective, and I'm pretty sure she's protected you from a lot of different things or people. Yes, that seemed very pointed, actually. <laughs> I did it? My God. Yes, I was friends with a specific person that she did not like. <laughs> oh, really? Do tell. Uh, she made it known that the energy of that person was not for me. <laughs> and I did not listen. So she stopped talking to me for a little while. <laughs> oh, wow. She's, oh, that's really like a mother. Like, you did it anyway, Georgie. I told you not to do it. She was a <laughs> slut. She was a tramp. She was a what tramp. people. <laughs> and she's like, oh, no. No, I, I got to get away from you. It's funny, and the shade of this conversation right now is I know that instance, and I have my uh, psychic gifts and abilities too, and I saw the same thing that Nyx was talking about. And in his dream, I believe it was like a darkness, right? Yeah, she specifically said, like, I couldn't see her face. She said, there's a darkness around you. I can't. I can't come to you right now. Mm -hmm. There's a darkness around you. And for me, 
I had a vision of the same thing. It was like something was around him, but I knew it was in reference to the person because the person used to always, you know, even call themselves out of their mouth, the darkness sometimes. And I thought that was really interesting, like how, how like spirit will send you so many fucking confirmations on a person is not right for you in your life. Like, they will make it so obvious so the person will literally tell you who they are. And this particular person that wasn't supposed to be around Reese, he would call himself the darkness. And I was like, how the fuck did you miss this? And like, he's like, oh, I know, I know, I know. But it's like, this kind of goes back to the beginning of the episode. And I was like, you know, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. I'm gonna sip my tea on that because we do have tea. <laughs> well, um, I believed that I could help the person. You can't say these hoes. <laughs> well, I was trying to save. You can't say. Oh, okay. You can't love all these hoes. Because <laughs> I even went out of my way to introduce Nyx to that person. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what happened. You're so lucky she didn't just like. <laughs> well, well, no, it was when I can keep myself awake during a full moon. I like to meditate under the full moon outside of my large backyard and I took him with me mm-hmm. um she didn't say anything back that night <laughs> oh my god that is so okay I love that but it wasn't uh it wasn't like there was no negativity he was just eyes no. wide open just like no but she was happening but she was like she probably was like you brought this boy to my house and you know damn well <laughs> well that was before I think she came to me the dream really I can't remember the timeline was a lot of months because <laughs> when i when i first uh had him at my house i never had any issues because i you know have protection wards i make sure that my house is clean of any darkness besides the good darkness because erebus is dark there is good darkness <laughs> you heard it here folks there is good darkness well yeah we because we, me and him we had the kind of relationship where we liked to talk about working with our shadows so i feel like the problem he had, which I'm no expert, but it would seem like he was, he was his shadow. Like mm-hmm. there, like the light of him would yeah. peek out every once in a while, but he was, he was very deeply rooted in the shadow part of himself that he should not have. Been. Because he was so far in the depths, maybe, as he would say. He used his own words. I used his own words, but you know, his own words over the truth, you know? He said he was always in the depths. You can't be in the depths and not be in darkness. That's true. Uh, you gotta surface at some point. So, um, <laughs> ooh, child, that was a good, I needed that. I didn't know we came here for tea. We did come here for tea, tea and honey with a little limon. Uh, so she warned you about that person. Um, and others. And others, okay, nice. Um, has there ever been a time where like, maybe Nyx has amplified any of your witchy things? like a spell or a divination and if so please tell us i usually ask her to join me during any tarot pool i do um either her or one of her children her many children mm-hmm. actually i think with my mental health journey uh one of her children is like very involved in like the mental stability of your head mm-hmm. um her name is oasis she's the goddess of many things mm-hmm. Primarily like depression, anxiety, like those kind of quote unquote negative things. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she delves in that realm. So I have, she introduced me to that mm-hmm. energy. 
which has been very interesting and enlightening. So I feel like when I'm really down and really feeling the pangs of anxiety and depression, Nyx is always there to, you know, like show me the, the way out of the, out the of dark. The dark, <laughs> which is funny because she's married to you. Yeah, she is, she is the knight and she scatters her husband to create the knight. <laughs> that is, so okay. And so knowing that uh, you sometimes use her, not use her, you ask her. Yeah, to be, I invite her. You invite her uh, to be present with, you, with your divination. Um, do you notice a difference if ever, if you've ever done it without her? Every tarot reading I've ever done when she was not present was not always as accurate. Mm-hmm. But I, anytime I'm in a group setting and, and people want to you know, do tarot readings because they're fun, mm-hmm. uh, they're always spot on and accurate. Mm-hmm. Even for that person. <laughs> There's okay, okay. So uh, that's nice to know. So if anyone's listening, you know, inviting your patron, uh, god or goddess, in during certain things and activities, they can make it more stronger or amplify it. Uh, especially if that's their domain. Like if you are, this is a good example. Um, if you are lost at sea, <laughs> if you are lost at sea and you're doing a spell to get back to the main the mainland, I'll, you you would think that Pastel would be more Poseidon's area of expertise if you go on with the Greek pan- pantheon. I'm like, okay. Uh, um, or his wife. Or his wife. I don't. I'm not too familiar with her. But um. Amphitrite. Who is she? Amphitrite. Amph- I've never met. I've... She's a lower goddess of the sea. There's, there's a few Greek ones. I only work with um the Lasso. Oh okay okay. Um. But yeah, so it's good to you know sometimes certain witches, they think intentionally like if you are a moon witch and you like working with moon energy and you like, you know, casting spells that involve, you know, moon water, uh, selenite, uh, like you just love that moon energy, drawing energy from the moon. Maybe it would benefit you to work more with like a lunar deity, you know, like, uh, Selene, uh, the moon goddess. Um, I met a guy, he works with, and I, do not know the name of this god, but it's a, I want to say a Japanese moon god. Um, uh, Sukuyomi? Yes, that's the name, I think. Yes, because he has he has um, that in his heritage, and he and he's a moon witch, but he works with him. And I was like, you don't, oh, wait, no. I don't think it's her then. Because, no, because. It might be a male, I can't remember. He said that, a lot of Japanese he said that, that this is like one of the only uh, lunar deities that's a man. Because, you know, usually a moon god is usually a woman. Yes. I think that's They're the name usually he said. depicted as a woman. That's why. I'll have to look into it. But I do know, I do remember him saying explicitly it was a male. That's interesting, though, to have a male presenting god for... The moon, right? Huh. I thought the same. I was like, because you always hear about, like, you know, feminine energy being associated with the moon. You never really hear a male... Do you know why that is? Well... I have my interpretations, but what what do you think? A lot of times it's linked to the menstrual cycle and being um, timed with the cycles of the moon. Oh, okay. You know, you heard it here first, folks. That that's cool. <laughs> Don't quote me on that though. <laughs> but but I like that. I, I like that. Um. So we're just talking about like you know, 
uh, how he uses uh, one of the uh, moon gods in his practice because he just loves working with moon energy. Um, I like that. I like that too. Um, so besides, you know, just Nyx, uh, who else have you kind of come in contact with in the spiritual realm as far as deities go? Well, who is the most notable? Because you have stories. Uh, well, Erebus, obviously. I like working with him when it comes to facing my inner child or doing shadow work because obviously it's darkness is with him. So, um, Ishtar, mm-hmm. she has a, she also goes by uh, in, Inanna mm-hmm. for the Mesopotamian uh, pantheon. Mm-hmm. I've worked with several of Nyx's children. I tried to do a spell with Aphrodite once, didn't work. It didn't work? No, she did not. She <laughs> did not accept my invitation to work with her, <laughs> which I'm not surprised with, actually. I don't have the best track record with love, and I help someone who's not helped. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Help. <laughs> oh my gosh. So. Falasa, um, another goddess of water. I tried looking into like Celtic gods and seeing if any of those energies ever came my way, but I don't think so. I mostly just work with Greek gods. I don't know why. <laughs> mostly just work with Greek. Um, I have, have, I've like spoken in like dreams to different gods that I haven't really worked with, like Zeus once, mm-hmm. surprisingly. Because mm-hmm. fun fact, you know, him and Nyx don't have the best relationship. Right. I was like, that's kind of <laughs> like. What? It was like during a thunderstorm, so I was like, well, here you go. Uh-huh. I would like to work with Hera at some point, because you've spoken so highly of her so many times. I love Hera. I love Hera. She's always depicted either as like a subservient goddess to her husband, or she's like, in that new show that was on Netflix, she was like not depicted very well. So I'm like, I'd like to see what is accurate for her energy. Um, You know, I haven't met well, that's a lie. Oh my gosh. My friend Molly, she works with Hera. She mm-hmm. works with Hera. And, um, Should I just take some peacock feathers and just do a little dance for it? <laughs> don't, don't play with Hera. Uh, but no, I, I even felt like at one point in my life she was calling to me because I really do value uh, faithfulness and loyalty and relationships. That's a big thing for me. And I shit you not, besides seeing a lot of her different symbols and stuff, now, we live in Georgia. We do. I am in Stone Mountain, Georgia. And I was walking to the window one day and I looked in the backyard and literally a fucking peacock was in the backyard. And I can't make this shit up. Like literally, I took a picture of it. I yes. sent it to a, I sent it to a few people. I think Reese, you were one of them. I was one of them. I sent him a picture. There was a whole fucking peacock in my backyard. And I felt this pull on my spirit to go outside and and just look and i saw this beautiful peacock which by the way i didn't know they could fly like that oh yes and it was a male peacock because he had opened up his tail yeah and it was beautiful and i was just like she really likes me oh my gosh like she really does want to try now mind you i'm still not the witch to get into like deity work because i just like to fly solo sometimes but I am so humbled by the offer. Um, geez, that was cool. Uh, we're coming up on like my little 30 minute mark here. So 
guess I just want to have like a little recap of certain things or closing of some sort. Um, Reese, is there anything else that you would like to add on to this magnificent interview that you've given me? <laughs> uh, I would like to say thank you for asking me to be on your podcast. It's been fun. It's been fun. <laughs> Let's do this again. Like, cause he, he has, Reese has his niche and he's always been like the one. Yeah, crystals, uh, tarot reading. Like he loves tarot cards, like up and through. Like that's him. So we'll have to have him back for like maybe an episode on like tarot, tarot cards, uh, getting your first deck, how to take care of that deck. Oh yeah, you're coming back for that. <laughs> he, he knows exactly. <laughs> And, oh my gosh, when I said deck, in my head I heard the word dick. Like, <laughs> how to cleanse that dick. How to... <laughs> Starting so <sweet>. so. <laughs> Um, But thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you guys enjoyed this Welcome Back episode. I've missed you all so much. And um, I look forward to uh, releasing more podcasts again. So, yeah. Thank you guys again. And always keep a little magic in your life. If you really enjoyed today's podcast, please hit the follow button. Turn those notifications on. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Have a wonderful week. And remember, always add a little magic to your life.